Hello guys, welcome back to All in Tech. Hope you guys are doing great. Today, we have an official announcement by Apple, which is their new Apple event, which is their, they're calling Peak Performance or something like that, or Peak Power. Can't remember which one it is. But this is, I think, one of the most exciting events. Oh, it's Peak Performance event. There we go. This is going to take place March 8th. And we're going to talk about what we expect to see at that event, because obviously this is the first Apple event of the year and we also you know there's some stuff that we've obviously seen in rumors and so let's talk about what exactly we should expect out of this announcement out of this event um as far as tech is concerned obviously and we should see a lot of things so let's get into it all right so the first thing we should see is the iPhone SE 5G 2022 edition. We all remember the iPhone SE from 2020, right? That one was announced and that was probably one of the, you know, very exciting thing for people who wanted to get into Apple, but it was too expensive. This was kind of like the baby phone of the entire iPhone lineup. And, you know, the iPhone SE's popularity has obviously leaked into the the Apple Watch series as we see the Apple Watch SE and that's kind of their version of affordable, right? So here we have the new iPhone SE that's going to be probably going to be there and it's going to have the A15 Bionic chipset with obviously improved cameras and it's expected to be around $400. So it could probably be around that price point and iPhone SE from 2020 could actually go as, as low as $200. So pretty interesting stuff going on in the iPhone tech world. So it'll be kind of interesting to see an even a, a, a brand new version of this iPhone SE. And there's expected to be around 25 to 30 million units this year. It'll come in 64, 128, and 256 gigabytes of storage and white, black, and red colors. Now, one thing I really hope to see on this is better battery life. We all remember the iPhone SE 2020 had terrible battery life. It had, I think, a 1,800 and something milliamp hour battery, which is even just a fraction of the no of the normal flagships on Apple's lineup in terms of their flagship uh, iPhones. It was just a fraction, maybe just a third of the battery life, and it just it was terrible. The battery life, as much as this phone had the potential for, to be great, the battery life was the one thing that really held it back. And it's hard to recommend a phone that doesn't last, right? And this phone didn't last. Also, I'd say I hope they put an AMOLED display on this because la uh, the 2020 edition had an LCD display, which didn't make for the best viewing experience. But again, it is that budget phone. But we've also seen a ton of offerings on the Android side of things that do have an AMOLED dis uh, display. It may not be, you know, 120 hertz kind of good, but it does have that vibrancy. So I think... In a way, Apple's asking too much for this phone, but again, you're paying for the name and you're paying for the processor. Those two things are the, really the main standout of the iPhone SE. So we'll have to see just how big of a difference uh, or upgrades that Apple's going to add to this newer version of the iPhone SE. The next thing we should see 
is the iPad Air 5th generation. So finally, Apple's going to update the iPad Air to a 5th generation. So this current model that we've seen since 2020, you know, it's feeling outdated. And a lot of, th- a lot of things are, um, you know, being outdated. But this particular design is a bit just, you know, very 2015-ish. It kind of reminds me of that kind of tablet. But I'm sure they'll update this very nicely. It will also include the A15 Bionic chipset, 5G connectivity, four speakers instead of two, and center stage support to the iPad Air. And there's obviously uh, been rumors where the new iPad Air is going to get the iPhone 13's ultra-wide and main camera setup. So that should be interesting to see, you know, their phone lenses coming to the tablets. So maybe better picture results. We'll have to see. The next thing is the Mac Mini with an M1 Pro, maybe even an M1 Pro Max. So we've uh, we've heard a lot of rumors where Apple's working on a new Mac Mini, but we've yet really to see anything, you know, confirming that. Uh, but Apple did register three Mac devices in uh, the Eurasian Economic Commission, and so maybe there could be something like an M1 Pro there. Possibly the M1 Max chip, we don't know for sure, but it's still a possibility there. And this is also to be the first non-MacBook Pro 14-inch and 16-inch machine to offer the latest Apple Silicon. So, with that, I mean, that could really be a lot of extra points towards this newer, uh, I guess, new newer Mac. And it could offer some new ports, so a little bit extra ports more than its predecessor. So that's always a nice thing. We've seen that a little bit of a comeback of the ports. You know, Apple released uh, their most recent Mac with uh, with a ton of ports, which is, I found really interesting. We, we, I mean, they they were the ones to take it all away, and now they're bringing them back. But anyway, the Apple M2 is also another possibility. Maybe the MacBook Pro 13-inch or Air with the M2. You know, we're moving forward into this maybe kind of territory. So... Apple is working on an M2 chipset, which will feature a CPU with four performance cores and four efficiency cores. And this is going to be a lot faster than the M1 chip, but less powerful than the M1 Pro and the M1 Max. So we'll have to see how the M2 stacks up in the event. And it's also reported that Apple's planning to pair the M2 with a 13-inch MacBook Pro to sit underneath kind of like as a balance between the current 14-inch and 16-inch models. Now, this 13-inch MacBook Pro will have no touch bar, no mini LED display or ProMotion, so it seems kind of like a watered-down version, really. I don't know how. To, I don't know if this is going to be any kind of popular, uh, you know, between customers. I just it doesn't seem like that much of a reason, of a compelling reason to buy anything of that. Um, any sort of other things that we could imagine that they might. You know, out of nowhere, we don't see it coming kind of announcements. Uh, We could probably see some sort of affordable 27-inch monitor, but it's not mini LED. Uh, They could also show off a new iMac with an M1 Pro or Max, and maybe even an iMac Pro with an even faster processor that it currently offers. Maybe that's what that peak performance could have talked about, because obviously peak performance really refers to the main thing, which is the silicon. And we'll have to see just how, you know, how powerful this new silicon chip is going to be. But 
with that said, I think the majority of the things that will most likely, uh, you know, we'll have on the Apple event on March 8th, which is tomorrow, is going to be the iPhone SE, iPad Air, and the Mac Mini. Those are the main things that we should see. But either way, you should probably go watch it once it is live. We are, I'll give you here. All right, so here we have the event starting at March 8th at 10 a.m. So this is one thing I do like about Apple events, that they don't have you wake up so early in the morning. I mean, I, I really like when Samsung has their events here in California rather than the East Coast or even on the other uh, continent because, um, you know, you, you know, you don't have to wake up early. I really like it when they have the events here, and it's really rare. And that's why I always have to wake up at 7 in the morning to watch their launch events, and I don't like that. Apple, here in California, you know, 10 a.m., it's a reasonable hour to wake up and, you know, to watch something streaming. You can view this on Apple's YouTube channel and Apple's TV app, as well as Apple's website. So you have three different options depending on where you want to go or which one's more accessible or which one's quicker. Um, and if you are in, uh, I think... CTE, CET time zone. I don't know what that is. I'm, pr I'm pretty sure I do, but I can't remember off the top of my head. Uh, it's going to be 1900 p.m. I'm going back to military time. At least that's how I'm saying it. But anyway, so 10 a.m. Pacific time. And it should be interesting. We'll have to see how that turns out. I'm probably going to forget about it. I hope I don't because I want to see. I'm probably going to see anyway. I have a ton of of subscriptions to uh youtubers so and i have a lot of tech news in my google feed so i i'm i'm not gonna miss the event you know it's just gonna be there but anyway that was it for this episode i just wanted to let you guys know that this is happening this event is happening tomorrow depending on what day you're watching this hopefully it's today but um tomorrow march 8th if you already missed it you can probably go watch it on their channel um but yeah so We'll have to see what they bring, so we'll cover some of that as well in next week's episode. Until then, I'll see you guys in the next one. Actually, wait. We have a couple more videos coming out for the Galaxy S22, and we also have a surprise video that I think is going to take everyone by shock. This one's going to frighten a lot of people. Uh, it's definitely going to shake a lot of my subscribers on my YouTube channel, Axtech underscore AKR. Go check it out. We have a new video that's going to shock everyone, uh, specifically the ones who know me. But anyway, that's it for this one. I'll see you guys in the next one. Peace.